Hi, Miss Laura. Hello, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing good. Yeah. It's finally cooling down a bit in the mornings here, which is nice. I had to turn off all my fans and close my windows when I woke oh, up. Oh, exciting. Except then it's going to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect right now. Just think about that. I am pulling up your documents. Everybody is now here. Um, so Laura, you were here first. So why don't you go first and then Daisy can go and then um, Monique can go last. And then um, unless, does anybody have a pressing need to go first? Everybody's got their things off, so no? Okay, cool. I don't, I think what I'm gonna, uh, if it's okay, I'm, I got yeah. stuck in traffic and I'm almost to my house. So I'm gonna hop off and then get back on my laptop in like five minutes. Perfectly great. That cool? That works okay, just awesome. fine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay, so you thank you. Okay, bye. Sure. Um, I was actually, I hate, I, I always sign on like one minute early and I looked at the clock and it was 9.30 and I was still blending up my shake and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be late. And luckily I was here first still. <laughs> that made me happy. Okay, Laura, anything in particular you want to discuss today? It looks like you have been doing all your homework. Good girl. I did all my homework. Do a share um, screen. Go ahead. Tell me all about it. Well, um, in a way, I feel like I'm making progress and it's like that one step forward, two steps back kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I have been uh, reaching out to different people and having like a one-on-one -on -one sort of like coffee chats like you um, mm -hmm. were talking about. And that went really well. I got to take pictures of one of my friends and I'm painting her portrait and it's it's feeling like things are just aligning to the way that I like to market myself. Like for the first time ever, I'm feeling like yeah. very authentic in that uh, regard. So that's really exciting. Um, I went and I talked to three coffee shops actually. Um, one of them was a no, they're just not doing any art collaborations at this time. The second one, I dropped off my card, but I haven't heard back. I should have mm -hmm. gotten their business card. That was the mental note I made for next time. Like I should get their card. Um, the third one, I dropped off my card. They were very um, receptive to it. They were like, oh, we do community events all the time. We're collaborating with a bunch of different artists. They gave me their card. So I'm going to follow up with them. Um, and then I, I have been thinking about who else I can reach out to. And there is this shop um, in my town that's all about like... Um, sort of intuitive gifts like crystals and books oh, and things like that. So I'm like, oh, that would be my perfect client, you know, would be the woman who likes to shop there. So I'm going to stop in there and talk to them. So I'm excited about that. Um, so I guess at this point, like now that I'm listing it all out, I've been doing a lot, but my brain was telling me I haven't been doing enough. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you are in the, as 
probably every single person in this group is, you are in the, I need to hustle in order to make progress type of mindset. Yes. And we're switching that to, I'm going to do less in more impactful ways. And so it, your whole belief system is being blown up right now. And so you're probably feeling a lot of resistance and that's okay. That's normal and natural. That's exactly where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Um, So with all of that in mind, I made a list of questions that have just kind of popped up for me. Great. Um, So I have this uh, limiting belief that I need to kind of talk through about how I need to create art at a more um, sped up pace in order to be successful because Mm -hmm. I really like to take my time and be intentional with each piece. And I'm seeing evidence of all these other artists who just like, it looks like they're just cranking artwork out all the time. And I'm like, well, how am I ever going to make a, you know, any sort of income on while working at this slower pace? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I totally understand where that's coming from. Um, Let's talk. Sometimes it's limiting belief, like we need to work on some energetic something behind the scenes. And sometimes it's limiting belief. There's some practical pieces to it that we need to talk through and work through. And for me, I'm feeling like it's actually the practical side of things that you are needing some guidance around. Does that sound accurate to you? Yeah, I'm always open to practical tips and things like that. And when I... um when I'm working on these pieces, something that I'm keeping in mind is a lot of the things that I'm doing, I'm doing for the first time Mm -hmm. um, or for the first time in a long time. So I'm using watercolors. This is one of my first pieces uh, with watercolors and gouache and colored pencil. And I'm learning a lot about how to combine those materials with each new painting I'm making. And I know I'm going to get better and more efficient each time. Also, I painted a close-up portrait of my friend's face. It's the first time I've done that in like over a decade. So I know I'm going to get better with that. Um, So maybe it's just a matter of uh, having patience with myself as I'm learning these new things and understanding that it's not going to be like speedy, you know, as I, as I'm in this learning phase and I'm just going to get better. Well, that is definitely a hundred percent true. And are there some ways that... Let me ask you a different question. How many hours a week did we say you were going to spend on art? 10? We said 10. Although I, I switched my hours per week to be 16 hours per week. So it would technically okay. be eight. Right. Because yeah. you said you were going to do a Friday off. So yeah. let's switch that on your paper so I don't get confused. Um, okay. So eight hours a week painting. And let's talk portrait. You did a portrait of your friend how many hours do you think that takes for you to put into that? I mean, it's easily been, I feel self-conscious saying this because don't feel self-conscious. It's easily been 20 hours. Is it that you are being overly perfectionist or is it that that's just how long it takes? I think a little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Okay. 
So like you said, this is something you haven't done before. So if it's taking you basically, let's say three weeks to finish, does that feel accurate? Three, like eight, eight, eight. Yeah, well, on like Sunday nights, my husband has a commitment each Sunday night and I use that as extra time to paint because out of joy, it makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, it's almost done. So it's only been like um, half a week, but that's been with me putting in more hours, extra hours. Yeah. And I'm, I want to say this the best way that I can. I am all for extra hours. If it's not you going, I have to work or I won't be successful. Hmm. If it's not that falling back into that mindset pattern of I have to work more or this isn't going to work. The more problem solving we can do around that. So you're doing fewer hours is usually the direction that I want to go, but it sounds like this is more of a, I just really want to paint this and I want to keep going. I get really excited. Yeah. And I'm, yes, you should do that. I'm not going to ever limit. I'm having fun. I'm excited. I want to do more of that. Please don't ever limit that. So that being said, um, we do practically need things to sell in order order to make money so there's that side of things where you're going well if I don't if it takes me 30 hours and I only have 30 hours in a month and I only have one piece to sell every month that can get problematic so how can we fix that or what can we do about that one patience we can wait and you will get faster um two I don't know if portraits is the way you want to go or if that's just what you feel like doing this week So maybe that's not always going to be the thing. Um, One thing when people are switching, whether it's styles or subjects or, you know, doing something out of the norm, one thing I like to recommend, and I'm going to say take this or leave it, but one thing I like to recommend is doing your smalls. I don't know if you've, we've talked about the pricing structure, I forget, but the like your most affordable price point being like some quicker studies of the version of the biggest, best thing that you want to create. So that might mean like a limited color palette or setting a timer or pencil instead of watercolor. Like how, like how can we make the best version of what you want to make, but do it faster in a way that you're going to get better at the big thing and be able to like get faster at doing it. So it's a little bit of both. It's a faster and it's a better, and it's a, you don't have to put 40 hours into something that you don't really know what you're doing yet because you're taking some time to practice for Mm. lack of a better word. So what might be interesting after you finish this portrait is to get some more photographs of more friends and say, I want to do more of these portraits, but first I need to do some quicker studies. Would you be down for me to use your picture for that? 
And then if you really love where they go, you can turn them into the masterpieces. How does that feel for you? Yeah, I like the idea of kind of mixing it up and adding in sort of easier um, projects. Um, so with like the quick studies, is that something that I would attempt to sell or is it just- would be if, I mean, unless you just totally hate them, you'd be oh, right. talking about them as you make them. And if, you know, and yes, I would say they should be available for sale. Yeah. So something that comes to mind, and I think we talked about this like a few months ago was, um, I'm interested in doing smaller paintings that focus on like just flowers and butterflies, which are elements mm -hmm. that I incorporate right. into all of my artwork. Um, so this seems like the perfect time to do that, like smaller paintings. Um, and I have so many different ideas for how I can, how I can do that in different color schemes and, and things like that. And it would allow me to practice and, um, huh? Play. Yeah. Practice and play. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So you just said, I have so many different ideas of how I could do that. And you got kind of excited again. <laughs> um, I don't want this to be like a, it has to look exactly like this mm -hmm. because this is your play zone. This is where you get faster, you get better, you play, you find the next thing that you want to incorporate into all of it. Mm -hmm. So If we were to decide today that you want to do some, let's say it's almost the end of September. So let's say October was like you're experimenting with quicker studies month. Mm -hmm. What would you want that to look like? What parameters would you give yourself? Um, Definitely a time limit. Um, so maybe like I, I could play with doing something in two hours and seeing how that feels mm -hmm. and um, focusing on one subject. I mean, maybe it's just butterflies and I paint butterflies in all these different ways. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll give me a chance to practice with the watercolor and the gouache and the colored pencil and figuring out how I like to layer all of that. So a mixed medium, mm -hmm. mixed media, however you say that. Uh, do, do, do. So we've got two hours, one subject and a variety of mediums. Do you want to pick your subject today or do you want to have a little bit of time to think about that? I can see it being, hmm, I want to think about it a little bit, but I'm, my first thought was like, butterflies and then I incorporate flowers and other sort of um, symbols and elements that I like to use, but as background elements to the butterflies. So usually, did we define your months? We, September, not really. Um, usually what goes along with this month is more of a visibility push because when you're playing, it's also kind of seeing like, how are people reacting to it? So as newer people are coming in, you can see like, are people responding to what I'm doing and how I'm talking about it? 
and it's at that lower price point. So maybe you can get some impulse purchases going. Mm -hmm. That's usually how I like to put that together. It doesn't always have to be that way. We did say that September was more of a personal invite month for you, which generally goes more with nurturing. So it might be that we're just kind of making up your own combination of things. And I'm completely okay with that because we did, uh, let's see, September, you wanted to do more personal invites. October, you wanted to do more of an intimate local event. And in November, you were going to, you have a lot of traveling. So you were going to do invites to newsletter. Yeah. So what if we made, oh, wait, October intimate local event. Okay. So October would be your visibility month. where your invite's gonna be a local event. And um, let's pick one more visibility activity. So when you are thinking about, you said your event was gonna be local. So that makes me think that I would like to do more of a local visibility rather than online, which you are already kind of doing with uh, reaching out to these coffee shops and like the, I don't know what you called it. Gift shop, shop gift mm -hmm. shop. Um, would you be open to continuing to keep your eyes open and making that the focus, like trying to find five, 10 more of those places just to go make connections with and start that conversation. And hopefully Maybe one of those could um, be the a collaborator for your local event next month. Yeah, yeah, I'm open to that. Okay, so how many, let's give you an assignment. I'm gonna let okay. you pick the assignment. How many more people would you like to talk to? Or how many more, let's call them local stores. Um. Five, and to be fair, this is going to be a push because you're going right. to, you do already are like, okay, now, now who, but right. that's kind of when you get to the good stuff is when you're like, oh, that might work as opposed to like the really easy answers that come to you quickly. Okay. Yeah. I feel like five is definitely a push number. Okay. Let's do five. Okay. Five more. Uh, what do you want to call them? introduction, collaboration, local businesses, open doors. Okay. And then why is that check marked off? We're going to do next month, we're going to do smaller studies. So in theory, we could do four per week if you are setting a two hour time limit, but let's give you a little bit of wiggle room there. So let's say three a week, which equals 12 in October. How's that feel? That feels good. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to be missing the portraits too. <laughs> so can I mix in a yeah. portrait or two? Sure. So let's do eight small studies and a portrait. That feels good. I like that. Great. So that, let's see, we're, we're doing good. 
about to switch people, but here's what we have right now. Is your smaller studies are gonna be two hours, one subject, variety of mediums layered. I think you said layered. They don't have to be, they could just be one medium. Mm -hmm. And then um, we're gonna do five more introductions and eight small studies. And then as far as your content goes, your content is going to be focused around the studies and portrait. And are you, let's pick real quick. Here we go, reels. How's reels feel for you? Do you still wanna do reels? Yeah. Okay. I like to do a mix of reels and then some still images cause I feel like still images to look at the artwork and kind of like zoom in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And reels is also a, another layer to the visibility too, because mm -hmm. if you want Instagram to work for you, as far as bringing people in, you pretty much either have to do ads or whatever their baby is, which is the reels right now. I think it's still reels. I don't know what else it would be. Okay. So and, yeah. So uh, this gives you a lot of layers to the same thing. Really. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another visibility idea, which we had talked about, and maybe this is meant for a different month or I don't know, um, was reaching out to different healers and things. And this would be more online because we're not, they're mm -hmm. not local to me. Um, painting something that's inspired by them and then kind of talking to them about how they develop their gifts and things like that on some sort of live. That could even be uh, I, that, that's a collaboration and depending on how you think about collaborations, it could fit into any of the months, but that feels like more of a November thing because okay. once you've brought in these people, then you're having more of a deeper discussion into why this is what it is. Whereas the visibility is a little bit more surface level. Okay. So let's, let's keep that, but nurture month, I idea for group invite, collab with people with similar interests, something like that. All right, cool. Awesome. Good? Yeah, so should I wait until like the beginning of November to reach out to these women or? Um, probably, I would do, thank you for asking that. Let's do some conversation starters. For potential collaborators in November. Do you know what I mean when I say conversation starters? There's that cheat sheet in your book. Yeah. If you have I any more questions about it, you can put them in Slack too. Okay, cool. So the conversation starters wouldn't be until November. Got it. No, we're going to go ahead and do those now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So conversations take a while. Mm -hmm. Usually we think, okay, we're just going to have a conversation and then it's over. No, like conversations can take months. Mm -hmm. So let's just open them up now. Okay, cool. I can do that. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I said, I think Daisy was going to go next. How are you doing, girl? Doing okay. How's your life? Uh it's it's changing it's changing things are changing and in a good way um yeah. 
I, um, some things that, uh, regarding my nursing that are changing is I've applied for a new position they've created at my hospital, um, to retain nurses. And it's kind of like an internal travel agency inside Mm -hmm. the hospital. And it would be wonderful. Um, I've applied because I would only have two 12 hour shift commitments a week, um, giving me all the other five days of the week to devote to art and my festivals and really working on that. So I'm excited about the possibility. Yeah. I, and it was crazy. I listened to that, um, chapter that you had sent me and about, uh, money being an energy. And, um, Mm -hmm. I had just been stressing over the things and listen to that. And, um, this just literally fell into my lap. My manager from the ER referred me to the program. And, um, so I, I think the likelihood of getting in is, is high. Um, but I'm kind of just waiting patiently. (laughs) That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be, um, it would be phenomenal, um, to have that security, um, and then, and still allow time to work on my art. So more time. Uh, yes, more Could time. you pick up nursing shifts if you wanted to? Yes, I could pick up more, um, if I wanted to, but the minimum is two 12 hour shifts. Um, I love that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it will be really good. So during the slower months, when I'm not doing festivals and stuff, I can work more or whatever, what have you. Um, so I still have a lot of control over my schedule like I do now, which is awesome. So, Amazing. yeah. So I'm excited about that. You keep, yeah. you, like every time you talk, I'm like, nursing sounds like the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had, I've had quite the week I could tell you about, and you might think differently. I believe you. I, I, I don't really want to be a nurse. I don't think I would be good at it. Mm. Um, and some, I just got a response back from the consulting group, the art consulting group that uh, does art for my hospital system that I'm working in. This is something we talked about on our podcast call and they love my work and they're interested in putting me in their database. And also they mentioned licensing some work for Gicles and I have never licensed work before. I have no idea how to navigate that or even what would be fair pricing or anything of that sort. So I don't know. I, I wish I had more for you on licensing. That's not one of my areas that I have like really dove into. Um, but I remember that at one point someone had asked me about this. Yeah. And I had started collecting some information that I thought was really good. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So here was one. This is not really about pricing. This is about kind of pitching your portfolio. Let's see what else. Do, do, do. Mm. 
Okay, but keep talking. So um, you have been starting to hear back from people. One of them said they're interested in licensing your decoy prints. Did they have any information for you on it? Um, they had an agreement. They attached an agreement. Um, and I haven't had a chance to look that over. Let's look at it. You want to? Yeah, let me see. And is that something you're interested in? Let's like, let's back up for like five seconds. Oh, sure. Is it just an opportunity that you're like, well, I should follow it because it's an opportunity or is it something that you're like, I kind of want to try this out and see what it's like? Yeah, I think I would, I would love to try it out and see what it's like, because I think licensing is kind of like a passive channel of, I mean, it, well, I shouldn't say passive as in completely passive, but I mean, it's work that I've sold that, mm -hmm. you know, I can make more money from potentially. Yes. And that's a that, better way to say it. Yeah. I really hate the word passive income because it's just never true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, what would be a better word here might be something like multiplying. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Um, uh, exponentially increasing its value. <laughs> there you go. Increasing value. I like that. Um, sorry, I'm just plugging up my laptop. No, it it's okay. You do that. I am going to put in Slack for everybody. I'm going to put this 10 days to license your art thing. I think what, what makes me nervous about licensing my work is... I feel like it would be really easy to get taken advantage of. The way I see it is no matter what, you've never done it before. So you just, you don't know. Yeah. And when you don't know, there's always going to be that. Yeah. The mistakes that are made. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's also how you figure out, is this something I really want to follow? Is this something that I like doing that's working for me? Or is it just more busy work for yeah. $10? Yeah. It really, and again, it's going to depend on the company. Yeah. It's kind of like the art fairs, you know, we were, I was just looking at your document and there's all those art fairs that you're going to. Some of them do really well. Some of them do okay. Some of them yeah. fall flat. And there's really no way for you to control that rather, except that you have a volume of different options working for you. Yeah. Now, that being said, as I'm talking, I don't really love the idea of you investing a ton of time and energy into this because you already have two things you really want to focus on, which are the art fairs and also the large scale artworks for hospitals and such. 
And this is going to take away from that. But I also believe in playing. Yeah. So I think that there needs to be some sort of happy medium of, yeah, I want to try this and I'm going to allow myself this block of time to see what happens with it. Yeah. But then I'm going to get back to my focuses. Yeah. Because when you start adding too many different focuses, you don't really make progress in any one. You're just spread thin and you're trying to do all the things. And yeah, that's where most of us get stuck. Yeah. So still, I would still like to look at this agreement with you and see okay. what they say. Um, I probably have to give you sharing. Let me yeah. see. Okay, go ahead. You can share now. Okay. Uh, how do I share? <laughs> um, there is a button at the bottom that's if depending on oh, how screen big share. your screen is. Yeah. Okay. Um, just desktop. Just desktop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Share. Okay. All right. Can you see that or Mm-mm. is it doing anything? You probably, there's a, you hit desktop and then you have to hit share or you could email it to me. I can do it. Maybe. I did hit share and now the security and privacy thing popped up. Oh, they might Lo- not let you. It's like location services, contacts. Okay. So instead after this, put it in Slack and I'll look at it. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Really I, wanna, right now. <laughs> I just want to give you what you need while you're here. And I can really look at that and tell you Okay. my opinion on it. I am okay. definitely not a lawyer. I can tell you my opinion on it. Okay. So tell me about how, because last time we talked, it was really focused on art fairs. How are things going with that? You've done Good. one, two, three since we talked. Yes. Maybe. Is that right? Um, yes, I did. Uh, well, okay. So mm. uh, one I did. Oh, sorry. No, I just thought you did the in-home one. How did that go? Yes. <laughs> uh, not well. I didn't sell anything. No. Yeah, but... Um, nobody seemed to really sell much. There were a few artists that sold some work online. Their Mm -hmm. online portion of the show goes on through October 28th. So it's possible I could sell something online, uh, but the actual physical show that's in the home uh, is over and I didn't sell anything. Um, So I was pretty disappointed with that. But then when I, cause I had to come and volunteer as part of like being in the show, I had to volunteer and then pick yeah. up the work and the art was, there was so much art in that house. Like it wasn't up on the walls, like staged. It was like sitting on couches and sitting on tables and like propped up against the walls and on the floors, which a lot of my work was like some smaller pieces were like along the hallway, like leaned up against the floor under a much larger piece of artwork. And I'm like, no one would see that. (laughs) And I don't think a lot of people came to the show because it was in a house and hard to find. Um, I guess they had issues with people in the neighborhood taking the signs down that was like pointing to where the show anyways. So, yeah. So that was a, that was I'm disappointed. Kind of, I thought that was going to be a really good one. I thought so too. I thought to see artwork staged would give it such a 
um, would help people just like when you stage a home, you know, it just helps, uh, people who are, who are not as creative as we might be just kind of see what it would look like, you know? Um, and so that, that was disappointing, but, um, but it was a good experience. I got to meet some other artists that I'd only known on Instagram. So that was cool. And it, you know, it's something to add to my, um, CV and, you know, it, it looks good on my resume. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm trying oh, to like think of every little, you know, good thing about it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I did get, I did get an interior designer that found me at the show who started following my Instagrams. I mean, you never know what could come of that. So, um, I made a video yesterday. It wasn't actually for you, but I did think about you while I was making it and I've got to edit it and put it up, but it was about tripling your income in person events. Yeah. And we've talked about this a lot, but one of the first points I made was switching your mindset from making sales to finding as many new opportunities as possible making sure you note them down with details afterwards and adding them to your master list so that they don't get lost. Yeah. And then something that we haven't talked about, we did talk about the next step, which was um, following up with like a video or something that says, it was so nice meeting you. That sweater was amazing. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, And then... I think the next step for us is to create a nurture sequence for like the next three to six months for this master list that you are creating, because there's so many, it's so easy to like, maybe remember them once and follow up, but then you're just like, Oh, this wait and see. And then you're solely relying on your content and you know, that can work, but it's not as effective as, as if you're putting that relationship marketing together with that content yeah. marketing. That makes sense. Monique, yeah. are you in a hurry? Do you have like an extra 10 minutes? Or no? You're good? Okay. Um, so can we talk about that real quick? I think that that, because you've got so many of these events coming up, I really want to make sure that you are following all of those steps. Okay taking notes at the event. I already forgot what they all are. Where are my notes? Taking notes at the event, adding them to your master list afterward, following up with all of the people that you added to that list with something personalized. um, And then not forgetting about them. Yeah. I think the other point I made was something like, what was the opportunity that was mentioned or that you think might come from it? Or were they interested in a certain piece so that when you are talking to them, you can have specific asks like, oh, you mentioned that you thought that I should meet your friend. Would you mind introducing us by blah, blah, blah. Or um, you were really interested in this piece. I just wanted to um, follow up and see if there was anything that I could do to help you get it. Like, is would you be interested in a payment plan? Or would you be interested in this or that? 
So it makes it a lot more tailored. Whereas the content marketing is like, you're just talking to everybody and you're kind of hoping that they all want the thing that you're saying or yeah. But when it's personal, you can make the end, whatever you want. Yeah. And when you have those notes, it's a lot easier to do that. I, I saw on Flowdesk how I can add notes to subscribers when I add them. And so I've been utilizing that. Um, there's a couple of people that I could probably go ahead and do that, like reconnect with after the initial. Yeah. There's, um, and there's no wrong way to do this. I'm going to show you how I do it. And I put this somewhere. I will send it as well, but let me look. I think I can find it quick. Okay, so this is the spreadsheet that I use and you guys have access to it. This is the copy I made for you guys. So you put the name, are they someone who's like a collaborator, referral partner type of person? Are they a past client or are they a prospect? And then if you are in a sales conversation with them, I have all these like different steps that might have, that they might be at. But this is what I wanted to show you. So where in the nurture process are they? So if, my, if you think about, okay, every time I meet someone at an event, I would really love to follow up with them over the next six months, one time per month, something along those lines. And you can actually create a this step, this step, this step, this step. And that being said, if it doesn't feel right to follow the next step, you can totally change it up. But just having that kind of structure in mind helps you not have to think so hard about what it is. So, um, do, 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 do. let's go back to you. So the very first thing I said is say something along the lines of a follow-up video or DM with a thank you, a detail you remember about them, and an ask. If you don't have a specific ask for them, that ask might be, did you want to stay in touch with a newsletter or did you want to stay in touch with Instagram or something like that? So it could be a general ask or a specific ask if you have something in particular for that person. So then the next thing might be, and let me also say, these can be small things that take you five minutes or they might be bigger things. It really just depends. And even having a, a range is very nice. So like one month, it might just be, hey, on Instagram, that's a great, whatever. Like if they're in their stories, you respond to one of their stories. If they're in their posts, you respond to one of their posts. 
Um, and that's that's a really simple touch point, but it's still nice to remember someone by showing that you're engaged with them. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your love language? Have we talked about this? I can't remember. I think we have. Ugh, this is always such a hard one for me because I I'm not I'm not sure. <laughs> That's okay. Do you know what the love languages are? Yeah. It's like, um, words of affirmation, gifts, affirmation, probably not physical touch. We're probably not going to go with that. Yeah. We probably don't want to do that. with. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What are the other two? Uh, quality time and does anybody remember? Can you say words of affirmation? Gifts, Mm -hmm. physical gifts gifts uh so out of those daisy yes if you're thinking about giving something to someone telling them how amazing they are or or spending quality time with them is there one that stands out above the others for you um i like so well, I like giving gifts. Like I, when I sold like a big piece at this festival and mm-hmm. she had been looking at some of my smaller matted pieces before she bought the big, large painting. And so when she bought that, I was like, Hey, go pick out whichever one you really liked. And it's yours. Um, and she was thrilled. <laughs> and I mean, it's like a $90 <laughs> little matted painting. It was like, you know, it's still very cool. Yeah. And let me also say like, that could be, you could have different processes for different types of people, like a different process for prospects, a different process for people who just bought from you, a different process for uh, potential collaborators. And they can all overlap. Like they can all have similar components to it. But for someone who might be interested in something, you may or may not want to say, Hey, go pick out a $90 thing. Yeah. That's up to you. Yeah. Uh, but where is it? Where'd it go? I think I've showed you this before. I had um, someone who I did like a free session with for, I forget what the reason was, but she made me a little original Aww. painting that probably Aww. didn't take her that long, but it's beautiful. And it was so yeah. thoughtful that was like, thank you so much for all your advice. I was so happy to spend time with you. And that like, just made me feel really special. Yeah. So it could be something, something like that. Um, It could be that. mm, What else would be a gift? Like you do those journals. I don't. Yeah. I was thinking. Oh, sorry. That say that again. I was gonna say I don't think they take that much time and energy for you, so that might be a really good one. Yeah. Uh, My friend Ivana is someone who's really good at this type of thing. Like, what are all the steps that line up? And one of the things that she says with gifts is that they should be personalized. They should be uh, something that is used all the time, so very practical. Mm-hmm. And also like high end. So something mm-hmm. like a journal where maybe it has their name on the front that would be personalized, practical and high end because, you know, a 
handmade, yeah. not handmade, but you know what I'm saying? A handmade journal is something that not very many people have. Yeah. But it also isn't that hard or time consuming for you to execute. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be that, but just thinking along those lines. Um, and this is really, this is just about touch points. So what is a small or medium or large touch point? Maybe you want to have one large and two mediums and two small, something like that. And then every month when you're spending time on your nurture time, you're like, what should I be doing? You can go into your spreadsheet or your flow desk or your wherever and say, hmm, this piece, this, these people need touch points. I'm going to mm -hmm. just knock some of those out. And it makes it really fun because yeah. you're, when you're making this process for yourself, like, what are my strengths? What do I want to do? Those are easy for you to do. And yeah. then you're just making people feel special. Yeah. Which is lovely. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a really good feeling. Mm -hmm. And that helps speed that nurture timeline up quite a bit from, you know, it could take two years if they're just consuming content to decide to buy from you. But with all these special little touch points, it might take six months. Yeah. And not every single person is going to buy from you, but every single person is going to be going to be a, a true fan that can help you in your pursuit of more sales. So that's your homework. I want you to list out six small and medium and large points of contact. We already have one. List six points of contact for continuing to follow up. And I'm sorry, your page is a mess. I'm gonna fix it. Um, but for everyone here, that's what I, I want to make one more point that following up is not saying, hey, do you want to buy it yet? Hey, do you want to buy it yet? Hey, do you want to buy it yet? I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. normally what is taught. And that's why we hate following up. This is following up. This is good following up. Like, remember me? I'm here. Just saying <laughs> hi. Love you. Hey, I'm over here. And then people are like, that girl, she's so amazing. I love her. They're going to talk about you. They're going to tell all their friends. They're going to want to help you with whatever you need. Like, that's what the true fan thinks about. I've made a lot of sales by saying, I was just thinking about you and I wanted to send you this thing because it seemed like something you would like. Not by saying, do you want to buy from me? Yeah. <laughs> And at some point I do say, Hey, are you interested in working with me? That's good too. But that's not, that's like one of six, not all six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I don't want to go over too much because I was going to try to go have lunch with my daughter. So let's go to Monique. Sorry, we're going a little bit long today, but I have a lot to say today. Hello. And see, I just want to go, isn't it cool that like one-on-one -on -one is good? And this is one-on-one. -on -one. 
but this is like one-on-one times three. Like you get all this extra stuff that you're not planning on getting or know that you want. And I just think it's so much more fun to have a little bit more. Anyway. Okay. So Monique, what you've been working on, let's see. Um, You're going to create your circles and work on your ideal art buyers. I've started yeah. your list. Yeah. Um, well, you finished my list and I even have six more on a name. Mm. Wait, pretty- you did a hundred? Yeah. hundred and whatever. Oh. Um, it was pretty easy. I just went down the list of people that I've actually talked to on Instagram, on Messenger, and actually in my WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I just figured out who were the people who might be, you know, uh, yeah, who were. So they're already connected with me because, you know, that, that's one of the circles. Yep. And, and then I just kept in my attitude circles and, and they would like fit fit the uh, description do i need to make it bigger do i need more than 100 spaces because now i feel I like you're, you're full what are we gonna do <laughs> i know um, and one of them that's on the bottom where you can't see this light light's very strong outside and dark inside um who's somebody i'm particularly interested in um she's the mother of somebody I connected through an art show. And she's from the Netherlands, lives in near Barcelona as well, like I do, not in the same place. Um, she seems pretty wealthy, very into feminist things. I'm like, ooh, I want you. And she actually talked to me today, maybe because I looked up, I looked her up. Instagram was like, hey, algorithm, let's get your stories onto her page. I don't know yep. how it works. Because it's that, that's ages. how it works. You go interact with them and then they're just like, it sees that. And I kind of love right? the algorithm. Don't hate I hate I mean, when you say like reels or a new baby, like if I look at my Instagram numbers, mm-hmm. I often get a higher uh, likes. On, on just photos with holding the paintings than on the reels. So, you know, I, I don't get it. That's, that's okay. Um, the, uh, with stills, if you're in the picture, it tends to perform a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I know, I noticed that. And if you're smiling, then even more. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that one. That's cool. Yeah, I noticed it. So anyways, so- I, I did a lot of work also, like uh, figuring out keywords for my website. Okay. I really enjoyed that with the Uber suggesting. It was yeah, a lot of it's fun. Cool, huh? uh, I like it. Yeah, so think about content. Um, also, because for me, it's so much easier to hide behind a computer than actually Obviously. go and contact people. <laughs> Is there something that in particular that you need help with today or are we just like kind of figuring out what it is that you need? I think we're figuring out what next step should be. Okay, great. Talking about- Could we continue that conversation that we were having with Daisy and help you create some nurture moments? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
whilst you were talking about that, I uh, remembered that in the beginning of this year, I saw the big piece. Um, that person found me on one of the platforms mm -hmm. and then talked to me in, 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 uh, over my own website. And I was like, what do I do with that? Because, you know, obviously that person came from the platform. So, you know, what do you do? You give up the 30% or you get higher ranking in the platforms. So in the end, I told them like, okay, buy this artwork on the, on the platform, but we kept in contact. And um, this was a very special story. He was making an art pool for his wife who had breast cancer and he wanted to make something really beautiful for her. So I was like, you know, as we had such nice interaction, like a couple back and forth, uh, I was like, you know, I'll check up with, uh, with him and ask how it looks, if she was happy with it and everything. And he wrote me back, like, yeah, really happy and everything. He was like, are you going to be in the affordable art fair in Brussels, which is like a thousand kilometers away from where I live? Um, and if not, do you want me to go there and, and promote you? So I'm like, hmm, you know, interesting. Can I actually, can I make a request that you turn your video off? Cause I'm, I'm hearing you, but it's just a little bit funky. And so I'm missing like a couple of words and I just want to make sure that I'm hearing everything you're saying. Right. Um, so yours, you said that you got back in contact with him and he wanted you to be at this fair that you are or are not going to be at? What did you say? No, it's in January, the Affordable Art Fair, which is quite pricey. I'm not sure if it's easy to get in, into it. I kind of doubt that. Um, and it's in Brussels. So that's... Yeah. 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 So it doesn't sound like a thing that you want to do. But... Did you ask him, it sounds like he's interested in seeing some work mm. from you and possibly just connecting in person and like having that moment. Yeah, This could be one of those times where you say um, something along the lines of, no, I'm not going to be doing that. But if you're interested in seeing what I've been up to, I'd love to just you know, connect and I can show you some work and we can catch up and you can tell me about your wife and all of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about something like that? Uh, it doesn't feel to me like it's that exactly. I think it feels more like he's so happy with the work that he wants other people to know me, oh, to support yeah. me. It sounds more like that. Okay. So in that instance, should I send them some postcards and tell them, yeah, tell your friends, flyer for me? You definitely could. And I'm trying to think, what is the... It's hard to know without talking to him, obviously. But, like, what's the thing that he would love to support you? Because he obviously wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm. It could even be, because the, the thing that I worry about about the postcards is that they, because this is what would happen for me, 
they would go on a pile on my desk and I would have good intentions and they would stay on my desk. Hmm. Um, what you could do is something like, hey, I just wanted to tell you, thank you for supporting me. And also like, thank you for, is that the right way to say that? You could say something like, if you have any friends who you think might like my style of work, if you give me their address, I'll send them a postcard that they could bring. Something along those lines. Uh -huh. So it's the same thing, but it's giving you a higher chance of something happening from it. Mm -hmm. And then on that postcard, you could say, so-and-so connected us and I just wanted to you know, show my appreciation. This postcard is frameable. Uh, I'd love to talk to you if you're ever interested. I'm on Instagram at Monique Steen or I'm at WhatsApp or wherever you want to be pulling so out people. So that's almost like, like you're, you're sending a little gift. Yeah. Have we talked before? Like you, we, Right. Sorry, you're breaking up one more time. So it's like you're you're sending your first little gift, like you talked about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that could be like some people love, especially if they are a gifter. That's mm. their love language. That's going to be even more effective. Do you know that for sure? No. But if you did that several mm -hmm. times, you know that someone's going to really appreciate that. So, and maybe one of the people who receives the postcard is going to be the one who really appreciates that. You don't really know. So different things that we could do. Let's see. So we're going to put. Don't you think it's kind of invasive to ask for addresses of people you don't know? I would be quite hesitant, to be honest. Well, you're not just going to say, give me their address. You're going to say. If you would like for me to, I would love to send them some frameable postcard art. Hmm. And then in that instance, they have every right to say, oh, you know, I don't really feel comfortable giving out addresses or, oh yeah, I know someone who would love that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. To a friend or five. Um, another point of contact, you know, I'm always talking about making invitations, whether it's to a group invitation or a personal invitation. Mm -hmm. An invitation counts as a point of contact, whether or not they come. Uh-huh, yeah. And um, you, when you showed your spreadsheet just now, mm -hmm. steps, I was like, oh, yay! <laughs> Like a yeah, that's that's all in there, and you can change it to whatever you want it to be. But because yours that's what is, was in mine is I saw it really quickly, and I saw some said um, Santa planner. It's like, oh no, that's not going to happen for an artist. So what? Let's see, one through seven. I like I I did three different processes: one for prospects, one for collaborator, or one for clients, and one for referrals. Hmm. And to be perfectly honest, like this is a, a new thing that I'm trying. I haven't ever 
structured it out this way, but I it really feels good to have this structure. Mm -hmm. And do I always go in order? No, but it feels like it's working well for me. And so I want to share it. Um, now, you're not going to send them a bracelet and an invite to work together. You're not going to mm -hmm. mail them a planner. You're not, yeah. you're probably not going to do a lot of these things, but it gives you like a starting place to start brainstorming. So for example, a prospect, what I could do is say, give them a, personalized hello thanks for following me it's so good to see you I really like your xyz hope you have a great day whatever mm. um, if they respond and they seem like they want to engage I could say you know what I have this freebie would you like it I could send it to you it's this and this and this and this um, then spend a little bit more time like kind of getting to know them, seeing if they're a good fit for me. If I do think they are, then I can invite them to my podcast, which is a much stronger, more time consuming level of connection. That's that deeper connection versus like these little mm -hmm. surface level connections. And if they do come to the podcast, I have this idea that I have this girl who makes these amazing bracelets and they're all like whatever intentions and beautiful things and I want to have her design a my orbit bracelet so like even if you are or aren't a client I want to be able and you're but you're on my list of people I want to send bracelets to people so um that's where like I could that's a personalized thing that's practical that they could wear all the time that tells them that I'm thinking about them and I believe in them like that's another deep one so it's like light 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 deep deep because I'm getting to know them in the meantime before I invest time and money into them I want to know that I really want hmm. to be in making those investments so that's why I chose that order for me right for clients, it's different. For collaborators, it's different. But most of them involve me having a one-on-one -on -one conversation together, having some, seeing what they're up to and what they need and sharing that I'm thinking about them in different various ways. Hmm. So what we have for you right now is, or what I wrote down, was offer to send a postcard to a friend or five, um, invite to a personal or group invitation. And did we go over invitations at all? I'm looking at our notes. No, not yet. No, no, not yet. You did say the Burning Man group is your easiest audience. Yeah. Tourists. Appointments, collector, visiting studio, special lunch, or embodiment for spiritual practice. Hmm. So it could be to one of those. What do you mean? So you said, um, we wrote down appointments. I'm assuming that what we meant by that is kind of like those personal invitations. So mm -hmm. you could invite to, whichever feels right, a collector visiting studio, a special lunch, or no, I don't remember what we meant by embodiment or spiritual practice, but maybe um, it's like a moon circle or a journaling buddy or like 
something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I used to, I used to work as a therapist in that, mm-hmm. like in and stuff, uh, dance, uh, cuddle, um, cuddle workshops and stuff like that. Yeah. And That's that cool. worked for me as well. Um, it has a bit gone out the door since I live far away from the big city now. Mm-hmm. So it takes it takes very long. Well, it can also be Zoom. It doesn't always have to be in person. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to change this to offer to send a postcard to them or a friend. Hmm. friends slash friends because sometimes one may make more sense than the other um did we decide the place i remember you said you were getting frustrated with instagram where's the place where you want people to go for you good question i don't know is that whatsapp but WhatsApp, it's, well, yeah, for, for contacts, for like mm-hmm. chatting, definitely. Yeah. 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 But it's a, it has a down point that you cannot like go to the profile and, and just quickly scoop through a few paintings. Right. It's, it's a little bit harder because they're not getting your content and yeah. you're not getting theirs. It's more like a, hey, how's it going? Yeah, um, exactly. As far as content goes, where do you want them to go? Yeah, I guess well, I, in the past, I really liked uh, Facebook as well. Um, okay. I'm gonna put touch points in WhatsApp or Facebook. Hmm. So depending on what makes the most sense for you, yeah. Mm, I really like the idea of, and I know WhatsApp is really popular, but that's another thing you have to get from them. So now you're getting like their address and their phone number and email and all the things, um, but they're not consuming any content in WhatsApp. So one of the values, yeah. excuse me, I got some. But, Thank you. One of the values is having a touch point in a place where they can like then go stalk you for lack of a better Mm -hmm. word. Yeah. Is they are able to to then gather information about you without you having to give it to them. Yeah. So I kind of want to lean toward Facebook. Well, I do use WhatsApp for it. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, Instagram. It's okay. It's just that it's, for me, it's not my favorite place to contact people for, for casual contact. But I do see the value of it being like a very easy point where people go and get to know you better. Uh-huh. They're on go to the website. So it could be that you start out in Facebook with people. And then as you get to know them better, if it makes sense, you can say, are you on WhatsApp? Hmm. Yeah, when you have a reason for it. 
otherwise it's usually quite like people don't like giving out their phone numbers mm -hmm. and then the messenger is cool as well yeah messenger is not bad mm -hmm. so let's say messenger is your first line yeah and then if if it makes sense to you to go move over to WhatsApp with someone, then you can do that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, usually here, you go over to WhatsApp when you actually go and see somebody. Mm -hmm. And you go like, right. I'll give you my WhatsApp number because I'll be at the bar and whatever, at the restaurant. Um, and I won't be looking at my messenger. Right. Hmm. Um, I think it could, when is Burning Man for you? It's already, it's, it's, it's done. It's like <laughs> in the, is it August? It's in, in July, the local one and the big one is, is just finished a few weeks ago. Okay, so this is probably a thing for next year, but I was just thinking it could be really cool if you one of your invites for next year could be, I want to get a group of people to go to Burning Man together. Would you want to come? Because that's like a whole weekend with people. And I'm not saying you want to do this with just everybody, but, you know, five or 10 people that you are pretty into, that could be a really strong connection with people. I think I've got that strong connection because we've mm -hmm many often i'm talking about some more people right and you don't want to you don't want to desert people you don't know <laughs> believe me it's a harsh environment i believe that i believe <laughs> that. yeah okay so let's see what else mm -hmm. so we've got offer to send them a postcard invite to a studio or lunch or spiritual practice via zoom or in person uh, touch points in Facebook. Are you on WhatsApp? Let's name two more and then I got to get going. Do, do, do. So one thing. So the majority of the people who buy from you are not business owners, but people who work for other people. Is that correct? I don't know. I have no idea. don't know. One thing I like to do is help make introductions. Mm -hmm. That can be a really strong point to help people make introductions. So meaning like if you're talking to someone and they're saying, I don't know, you compliment them on their shirt and they're like, oh yeah, I love it, but it's got a rip in it. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I'm just making up a little silly example. You can go, oh, I actually know someone who's a great tailor. Let me introduce you. And then whether mm -hmm. it's WhatsApp or Facebook or email or whatever, you put them on an email together and say, so-and-so, this is so-and-so, and so-and-so, this is so-and-so. I'll let you guys take it from here. But I just wanted to, you know, help make that connection for you guys. Yeah. Because that's a, a double whammy. It's mm -hmm. you helping them out 
And it's also you helping someone else out mm-hmm. at the same time yeah, and making those connections for people. And they're going to remember, oh yeah, that was really nice that she did that for me. I should do that for her sometime in the future. So mm. I'm going to write that down as an idea for you because I love that one. Introduce them to someone they need to know. And then if there's someone who takes you up on the postcard, maybe it could be that you do a quarterly or bi-yearly or yearly note, postcard, handwritten something, gift. So if you've got their address, Mm -hmm. continuing to, yeah, not all the time. I've got quite a few addresses of people who have bought in the past. I think that would be very interesting to to warm those people up again. No, mm-hmm. no. it's almost like a more warm newsletter, right? That would way more kick my take my clock. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that that you know, yay. Yeah. So, what would you? What's one thing you would like to do to warm up these people whose addresses you have? Well, maybe um, send them a little gift thingy, postcard, whatever. Okay. So let's put, I don't know, quarterly postcard. You can change that to whatever you want. But something along those lines where it's just a, hey, I was thinking about you. Yeah. Hey, I was thinking about you, postcard. Um, Because honestly... I kind of, I feel the addresses more for you than I do newsletter or Zoom or any, and it's not bad to have a variety. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to respond to any or all, but when you have that variety, something's going to hit harder. Mm-hmm. So I, I, but we also want to work with what works with your energy. And I feel like snail mail is nice. Yeah, I think so too. It stands out, like how how much nice, unexpected things do you get in the mail? Hardly any. Yeah, it will stand out a lot. Definitely, and yeah. I would even try to time them like not for Christmas or not mm-hmm. for birthday, but just like random times in the year where they're not expecting anything from anyone. Yeah. So what would you write as a, as a accompanying note? Like I was thinking about you. I'm not thinking about them really. <laughs> well, there, I, I think that if you are keeping a list of these people and you're saying, okay, I want to have a, a touch point with this person. Mm. Well, first of all, that is you thinking of them. But for me, what would happen is I would go, oh, let's see what they're up to. And I'd go on Instagram or I'd like... Mm if they'd sent me a newsletter or just something so I can see what they have been up to and then I can comment on that thing hmm. yeah I'm, I'm really not good with wording and I it can be very simple <laughs> that could be almost the same thing I was thinking about you because and you can be perfectly honest you can say I haven't talked to you in a while I was thinking about you because you popped up on my news feed. I was oh, thinking about you because I don't know at all. I saw your name. 
If you don't know them at all. No, I don't. But they're people who have bought in the past. I was thinking about you because um, I saw a picture of, and like, I, I really, I want this to be less every January 5th, I have to sit down and write 15 postcards because then it doesn't feel true. It's just, mm-hmm. I was thinking about you, mm-hmm. but if you can wait until like just doing it throughout the year, I saw the, the, painting that you bought popped up in my computer because I was looking through my photos and so I thought of you and I wanted to check in and see how's everything going and if you remember any details about them that's very helpful which is why you're now writing down details yeah see how your dog's doing and um just say have a happy January 13th right yeah I can do something with that that sounds really fun and everything and yeah. also, I can just chat about the artworks that they bought because that's something I did write down. Like they bought this one, so yeah. I can go like, "Hey, yeah, I'm just checking in because I made recently this series or whatever." Or um, I was thinking about the piece you bought, and I remembered a story that I wanted to share with you about it. This mm. one time when I was painting it, this and this happened. Blah blah. Like. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. You can almost think about it like a piece of content that's just for them, like very literally. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, I can do something with that. I feel the, the, my like my energy goes like, oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. The others are like, mm, I don't know that. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's put the focus on that to start. Yeah, I see that. So your homework is to how many postcards would you like to write this month? Mm. Mm. What would you think is a good number? I think I got around, I don't know, 40 addresses. Like over the top of my head, I'm not sure if it's more or less. Okay, so my first thought was like one a day but then I was like well I don't know that might be like good intentions but then not happen mm-hmm. so like 20 in a month how does that feel yeah like one every like work day mm-hmm. five five a week I'm gonna put per month and then if you end up doing them all at once fine <laughs> all right if you do them one a day fine and if you do them five a week fine yeah Okay, so 20 postcards per month. And also we're going to be looking for opportunities to ask for more addresses. Mm-hmm. So it could be that uh, as you are doing your in-person events, instead of like most people say, sign up for my newsletter, say, you know, I'm not really feeling newsletters. I'm feeling snail mail. And so if you want snail mail from me, give me your address. Hmm. Um, I, I don't have any in-person thing coming up. We'll start looking for one. <laughs> okay. So it might be something that someone else is doing that you apply for. It might be that we create our own thing. That That's probably for the next um, office hours that we do. Hmm. Maybe you discuss. 
at next office hours. Uh, but I think that we need to get some things going. I remember you said that one a month sounded like too much. I get that there's ways around that. And we need to get some going. Mm. Yeah. Because that's where you're going to find your, your next leads, your next opportunities, your next threads to follow. Right. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to be sitting here going, I don't know. I'm not sure yeah. what to do. Or inventing online events. We can do that too. Mm. That counts. Okay. Right. Cool. Lovely talking to you. Yay. Thank you for your time. Of um, course. We fire. will talk again soon. Within two weeks, I think, already. Perfect. Perfect. I'm glad that you went ahead and scheduled that. It did. Yes. Good. See you soon. Have a nice day. Okay. Bye. No.